You are listening to the Critical Mass Radio Show, Orange County's business talk show focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies with your host, Richard Franzi. Hello and welcome to Orange County's longest running business talk show. And I am your host, Rick Franzi. And boy, do we have a great special nonprofit show planned for you today. Why do you ask? Because Manuel Gomez is my guest. He is the co-founder of the nonprofit OC World, and he's also the producer for the TV series by the same name, OC World. Manuel, welcome to the program. Thank you. Let's get right into it. You've had a storied career in education, higher ed. Maybe you can touch on that a little bit, but give us a sense for what was the precipitating factors or your motivation to help to create this nonprofit OC World? Well, first and foremost, on behalf of my co-founder, Scott Hayes and OC World, I want to thank you for this generous invitation, Rick, uh, to be on the most relevant, the most engaging, longest running business show in Orange County is a great honor. So I appreciate it very much. Thank you. Uh, very briefly about my background. After 40, a 40 year career in education, two years at started with the Oakland Public School District and 38 years with the University of California. I retired in 2010. While I was serving as vice chancellor, for, I was really very proud and happy to have joined UC Irvine when it was only seven years old, the campus, and participated in the meteoric rise of this university to the top tier of universities in the land. Uh, I was there when thunder and lightning struck when we the campus received two Nobel Prizes in the same year, one in chemistry and one in physics. And from that on, it kept on climbing and continues to climb. Orange County is very fortunate to have a really strong university culture with Chapman University and also CSU uh, Fullerton. Uh, as I said, I retired in 2010 and... Um, I had been invited to appear in the program by Pulitzer Prize winning Rick Reef, uh, the mm -hmm. only TV public affairs program in Orange County at that time called Inside OC. Uh, and I appeared in a debate discussion of sorts with Danielle Strupa, the president of Chapman University on two themes, one on American dream and the other one was on free speech. Mm -hmm. From that experience, I met Scott Hayes, the executive producer of that outstanding program. Well, around 2018, he approached me after Rick Reef retired as well and asked me if we would like to work on an idea of creating an innovative new model of a multimedia model that would serve Orange County. I got very excited and candidly, my motivation was, we live, as I was discovering and as everyone is discovering, in a really big news desert, caught in the shadow uh, Los Angeles, and uh, we're not in the, the San Diego media market. So we're kind of ignored with regard to media. And give you a perspective, if or Orange County is the third largest county with 3.1 million people in the state of California, and it is the sixth largest county in the nation. Right. A little bit more perspective. By population alone, if Orange County was a state, it would rank above 21 other states. <laughs> One more little point of perspective. The state of Kansas 
which is ranked 36 with 2.9 million people, has 36 television stations across the state, independent good television stations, and over 50 full print newspapers across wow. the cities of the state. Orange County, we already know the story of the declining print press, the uh, rise of social media, the phenomenon of the algorithms that seek to polarize and divide, the nationalization of news and the disappearance of local news. My motivation was to address that news desert in Orange County and create OC World. We are now the only TV public affairs station program based in Orange County as we speak. Yeah, that is, I echo your desire to create more media in Orange County. I like your term, a desert. It is a media desert here. And so that's why we've been doing this podcast for as long as we do, because there are so many great Orange County-based entrepreneurs and nonprofits that unfortunately can't get media coverage just because of the lack of media to cover them. So we try to do our small part here on the program. Let's talk about the mission of OC World. Can you share with us the vision of the nonprofit and the mission of the program? We are, we are an innovative model, a nonprofit emerging. This is a model that is emerging in other local communities as the press declines, the weeklies decline. Uh, it's a brand new kind of model to develop. And uh, the important, we also are supported by a fiscal sponsor, Charitable Ventures. But our mantras for our mission has been common values, shared narratives. Res we respect all of our guests and while at the same time being responsible to our viewers. In more prosaic terms, our mission is to provide viewers with factual information, compelling stories that we are able to learn more about our neighbors and our diverse communities in Orange County. And we wanna provide all Southern California residents who see our programs with better information and an opportunity to make more informed decisions. The relationship between journalism and democracy is well established. It's a foundation. It's a first amendment, yeah. freedom of the press. Uh, if it is not a vibrant ongoing process, our democracy is weakened as a consequence. That's a big statement, but it's certainly evidenced in the current moment where we see polarization and national news dominating at the local level and uh, very little local news that binds and, and, and creates unity rather than division within our local communities. So our mission is at the dream level, vision level too, to try to address through our programs, strengthening the bonds of our society rather than weakening them. So uh, Manuel, explain to me how this happened. Chicken or the egg? Did the idea of the show come first or did the nonprofit start and then realize there was this opportunity to create the show? Well, no, Scott Hayes, he's also an educator. Both he and I are born and raised here in Orange County. So we're committed to uh, trying to support activities in Orange County that advance the, the county in the region. Uh, I he's an educator, he teaches English, and uh, he's a professor in local community colleges, but I think he has ink in his blood. He <laughs> truly is a, his heart is a journalistic heart. He's okay. 
a phenomenal executive producer of OC World programs. And uh, our idea from the get-go was to have a second generation, different from inside OC, uh, public affairs television program based in Orange County. Uh, we got funding from supporters and then uh, at the end of 2019, we were ready to launch a first public affairs program called OC World and what happened? COVID. Mm. All the studios shut down in 2020, but from January to March, our funders and supporters through their generosity allowed us to do short documentaries for that one year. And we, we selected based on our interests, three themes. One was on California's vanishing beaches, one was on uh, COVID-19 and its impact on farm workers. And another one was on uh, Alzheimer's. Orange County happens to be ground zero for the Alzheimer's disease as we progress because of our demography. By the way, all three of these documentaries are award winners, national, local. And uh, uh, so on the strength of our production and, and uh, of these programs, our funders recommitted mm. second and third year. And so we're now in the second year, really, of launching our public affairs programming. And uh, we want to share compelling stories. We want to be inclusive. And we want to provide uh, uh, the uh, our residents with information that uh, is not going to be uh, you know, viewed as uh, ideologically advocating some bubble audience. Mm -hmm. Right now, our corporate news is very divided. Mm -hmm. And if OC World's mission is and, and our work and our programming is so distinct that we are now receiving a lot of more collaborative activities and a lot more ideas for programming. We're never running out of ideas for programs. I happened in my background to get ready for your interview. One of the episodes that I happened to watch featured you. So you were actually in front of the camera too, talking about the farm workers and how COVID is affecting them, which what I took away from that was a point that I think you made several times, which is we don't really think about how the food gets from the farm to our table and maybe don't appreciate what was going on for those workers during that time. And so thank you for bringing that to my attention. I appreciate it. Well, Rick, I found out having at the university when I was working, I was always on the other side. I was always the interviewee, not the interviewer. <laughs> I found out how challenging it is, far more challenging to be the interviewer than the interviewee. I, I, I'm, I'm still learning the craft and I'm enjoying it, but it is challenging. So let's talk about how you pick the content then, because as you said, you're not, there's no shortage of content, but you also have to stay true to the mission and stay focused. How do, is there an editorial board or how do you determine what the programming should be? Because you, you have a limited amount of programs to program for. Well, we were also blessed to have received uh, the, uh, and attract the uh, services of June Kim Lopez as our host, mm -hmm. uh, along with other guest hosts that we have uh, in our programming. So, so the three of us, are the editorial board, if, if we, which we never call ourselves an editorial board, but we uh, toss around ideas and discussion and uh, issues arise. And uh, as uh, distinct from the first programming uh, ideas that I discussed where we were just us 
discussing these ideas and we had all the time to develop these documentaries. The public affairs program is a lot faster paced. We do deep dives. Almost each of our interviews are 28 minutes long at least. Some of them go an hour and they become a two-part program. For example, we did a program with Dean Shermaninsky, mm -hmm. who was the founding dean of UCI and right. now the dean at Berkeley Law School, uh, discussing the uh, Supreme Court Roe versus Wade decision. Um, we have had uh, discussions with uh, uh, taking advantage of opportunities. For example, Andrew Yang was at UCI. So we were here in Orange County and he was willing to be interviewed by OC World. Uh, otherwise, I don't, I don't even know where Andrew Yang lives, but we were able to interview him. And uh, we're, we are beginning to do also very serious themes regarding, uh, uh, well, we're taking up the issue with CalOptima, which affects over a million individuals in Orange County, low-income individuals through the insurance process. They've had some issues and we did a in-depth interview with them. We also have done an interview with uh, the Orange County Power Authority. Mm -hmm. And the interesting thing there is they see OC World as their first real venue that they can share their story and their side of the view mm -hmm. without being gotcha. We don't practice gotcha um, uh, interviews. Uh, we really respect our guests. That's uh, a particular principle that Scott Hayes insists on, and, and I'm really glad for it. Well, that, that's one of the things that I noticed. One of the other episodes that I watched was uh, June's interview with the leader of the CEO Alliance and the Orange County Business Council. And what I what I enjoyed about it was these were two knowledgeable people that are making a difference in Orange County. And she asked very thoughtful questions and sometimes didn't accept the answer that was given, dug a little deeper which isn't intended to be anim have animosity, but it is intended to get at kind of a deeper thinking, which I thought she did a very, she's a very skilled interviewer that way, which yeah. was enjoyable to watch. Yeah, thank you for that. Yeah, we agree. So we continue to uh, identify issues and programs. We discuss them amongst ourselves. Some of them are complex and difficult, like we are undertaking a, a, a doc short documentary now on uh, domestic violence. And mm -hmm. in that process of the interview, we learned that domestic violence is not the term that is preferred by these professionals. They prefer relationship violence. Oh. Why? Because when the word domestic is in front of violence, it seems unimportant. It's demunitized. Domesticity, sort of speaking. Right. When yeah. you talk about relationship violence, that's another uh, conceptualization of what is actually occurring. Uh, Similarly, with our program that we did uh, with the uh, Rofer family, uh, a beautiful young student that died on his, in an accident on his first bike ride to school mm -hmm. near Mission Viejo, we did a program. Uh, it was host, guest hosted by Vicky Vargas, mm -hmm. who, after she retired recently, she chose us to do her first program. Why? Because she was tired of these one-minute, two-minute interviews and wanted to do deep dives human interest stories. Mm -hmm. So we were pleased to uh, uh, invite her to, to do that program. And uh, similarly with the COVID impact on farm workers, when I we began the program, we thought we were gonna be doing kind of a, a, a tragic expose of problems and all that. 
what did we discover? That the community in coalition with the state and with uh, community leaders and with clinics, medical clinics, coalesced triumphantly. And in fact, farm workers may have been the best recipients in some cases mm -hmm. of the COVID-19 vaccine because they went right to the homes and fields where they were working wow. to administer it. Exactly. That's excellent. I, I, I'm wondering, you can't do this without funding. So you mentioned a couple of times your financial supporters, but can, can you share with us who or who's giving you the support? Why? What's the motivation? And, and what does it allow you to do? Well, we need more. <laughs> uh, but we are uh, really excited on this October 18th. Uh, we are hosting our first OC World Celebration. In that celebration, we want to express our gratitude, in particular, to our first funders who funded us when OC World was barely an idea. Right. And those funders are Marisla Foundation, Keith and Judy Swain Family Foundation, the uh, Ernie and Socorro Family Foundation, uh, Kelly Smith Living Peace Foundation, and Shelly Haas from the Orange County mm -hmm. Community Foundation. Uh, these were our people that originally had faith in the idea and also were motivated to address the issues of the news desk. Um, they have recommitted and, and supported us, so we are ongoing. More exciting still, however, is that we've just received uh, additional uh, funding from two banks, Farmers and Merchants Bank in Santa mm -hmm. Ana and Wells Fargo. Um, this is going to allow us to do some additional uh, collaborative relationships with uh, hopefully the banking sector. Uh, the uh, we, we would like to have collaborative relationships with uh, the technology sector, the health sector, the arts, culture, universities, because my career, if it could be characterized as an educator, would be, I would be called a partnership man. Uh, I believed and developed collaborative relationships uh, throughout my career with uh, mostly other educational institutions, but also partnerships for the advancement of learning. We had about a 15-year partnership with the National Science Foundation, for example. We established the Center for Educational Partnerships on the campus, and that created the kind of uh, um, experience that we are trying to integrate into OC World. We want to have many more collaborative relationships that mutually support each other on specific interests and activities. And we also want to have active partnerships that really advance the activities of uh, OC World and the particular organization that would like to uh, uh, coalesce with us. I can see how that's kind of the vision for the future for OC World. Is there any other element of what you you and Scott see as the future that we didn't touch on, Manuel, that you'd like to well, share? Well, yes, tomorrow we're the future. We are um, gaining so much momentum. We're so excited. We, we are, as I said, the, the uh, Wells Fargo and Farmers and Merchants Bank, we just yesterday received some, uh, a commitment and an agreement of support from the University of California major support that hopefully will be connected also with Chapman University and CSU Fullerton because one of our dreams for the future is to develop a professional quality internship program to train mm. the next generation of storytellers and journalists with an ethically based uh, foundation uh, so that they know how to be 
have integrity and dignity and factual orientation mm -hmm. toward what the First Amendment calls for to protect our democracy. Uh, we're, we're excited also because the uh, initiatives that we're developing are now collaborative relations. For example, uh, we're doing something with uh, Greg McGilvery and his son, Sean, called OC Innovators, trying to do a, uh, in, uh, Greg McGilvery is of uh, IMAX fame, mm. really developed the IMAX uh, uh, technology uh, successfully. The only one of the ones that did it first and he's still working. So we're going to be doing a program featuring OC innovators in, in the STEM fields of Orange County. Oh. We have another initiative that we want to do with uh, uh, Terry Corwin called the OC Effect. We have identified about 300 outstanding individuals that have reached national prominence that were graduated from high schools in Orange County. Hmm. And Lastly, we're doing one on financial literacy, a uh, series that will uh, feature specific uh, kinds of uh, lessons and material and information uh, across all the spectrum of financial problems that individuals encounter, including developing a college plan, your first mortgage, how to make your savings counts, activities that will, information that will help, hopefully, lots of people with their, uh, with our our economy and well, their economy and their plan that's exciting so the show is originates from orange county but it can be seen in other markets so tell people how they can learn more watch the show and become an active part of the audience thank you rick for that i mean we are on KLC, klcs pbs television station uh we broadcast every monday at five o'clock from santa barbara to the Inland Empire, to San Diego, 15.5 million viewers. Same as a, as a PBS KCET channel. Mm -hmm. The other interesting thing about PBS channels that I learned, they are a must-carry station channel on all the cables. Mm -hmm. So we're available and, and accessible throughout from Santa Barbara to San Diego by any cable company that has it. They have to carry it. So that's... The other thing is anyone who wants to reach us, please go to www.ocworld.org. We welcome questions, uh, support information and or ideas for a particular program that someone may have. And uh, your audience is one of the key audiences that we would really like to connect with because they're vital for the entire economy and job development and strengthening and vibrancy of our, of our society and of our communities. Well, that's good to hear. And hopefully they will be energized and active then, Manuel. I want to thank you for giving up your time. Thank you for the work that you and Scott are doing behind OC World. I'm excited that we were able to thanks to Barbara Kimmler for uh, introducing us and, and making me aware of what you're doing. This is very exciting. And I appreciate your time today. Thank you. Thank you very much, Rick. See you again soon, I hope. And I want to thank the audience. You've just been a part of Orange County's longest running business talk show. If you're an entrepreneur or you're a nonprofit leader in Orange County and you would like to share your message and story with our audience, then connect with me on LinkedIn. I'm Rick, R-I-C, Franzi, F-R-A-N-Z-I. Uh, coincidentally, that's our website as well, rickfranzi.com. And Haley and I would be happy to talk with you about possibly featuring you on a future episode of our show. Manuel's 
show joins our catalog of over 1400 interviews that we've done over the years that we've been on the show we're always looking for great new guests and until the next time we have a chance to be together i hope all of your business decisions will move your company in a positive direction Thank you.